0: Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Here we go. Day
1: two. Day two of the three-day sklungle. Uh, happy to be here. What a great day yesterday was. Flew by. It did fly by. Jack That's Savage and Alvin Deloro. we were just talking about it, flew by like it was nothing. Today's going to be the same thing and tomorrow. We are the Sklar Brothers. We are filling in for Jim Rome. We bring you sports. We bring you comedy. We been bring you some indie rock and we're going to be talking to some great guests today. We got hour one, John Jansen, former NFL player, current broadcaster uh, for the University of Michigan uh, football team. And He's going to talk Big Ten. He's going to talk college football camps open talk. up on we'll Thursday. We'll see what, what Wednesday. we can get out of him in terms of Harbaugh's suspension, and there may be nothing to, to say, but or maybe he can reveal some information. I don't know. Or we'll how, find out. how it will affect the team: four games, two games, whatnot. Just there are a couple of teams, three teams in the Big Ten East right now that have a legitimate shot that to be top five teams and legitimate shot for the uh, college football playoff. That's amazing. So, and he knows that conference better than anybody else. We'll talk to him. Our two Taylor Twelman. I love this guy. I love. I've wanted to interview him for a long time. Yeah. Every time we see him, I'm like, uh, his family is big in St. Louis, where we grew up. We soccer used to play family. indoor soccer. Twelman just for kicks. That's enough to love the guy. But here's what I'm going to say about Taylor Twellman. It is very hard to have your personality come through, through and to be an analyst. That's and right. to st- And to be true to yourself throughout the whole process. This is a guy who strikes me as someone who's very close to who he is in real life. Yeah. On television. That's hard he, to do and he, he does it well. Very, He gets his opinions out there without being... I wouldn't say mean but it's just no, he's, very he's able honest, to be critical. Honest. Of, and what I love about him is he's able to be honest and critical when he needs to be critical. I love his takes. It'll be good to talk to him about everything. Men's then, soccer, where we are with the U, US Men's National And the women's and team. The women's we'll talk team. about that too. And we'll talk about that in a moment here, but then in hour 3, Craig Kilborn. Killer. We got a, there's a killer on the loose. Sports Center host, Daily Show host. His late, own late show, show, late late show host, he made the transition from sports coverage, and we'll get into his past and what he did. I didn't realize played he, basketball. Play basketball. I didn't realize he called games for the CBA. He did sports, local sports news in Monterey. I can't even imagine that. Just him hanging out with Clint Eastwood and his wife fascinating story, amazing dude, knows his sports and is just a joy to talk to. That's going to happen in hour three. Maybe Dennis Rodman will call or someone sounding like Dennis Who knows? Rodman. We don't know. All this stuff is happening today. If you want to uh, tweet at us, we are at Sklar Brothers. Exit us. If you want to exit us. I don't know what you call it. Exit us. Movement of ja people. So here's the deal. Uh, we're going to trust Elon Musk to name something. He named his kid. X A E X minus twelve. That was his kid's name. That I mean, it, it's a better name than Grimes, maybe, but still. Yeah, that was his girlfriend who had, so the, who baby. had the baby. But so the best part is, uh, he tweets out or his she, she tweets, tweets out, tweets out right like, after she has the baby. You know, because once you push a human out in the world, you gotta start pushing out some content. You gotta push that content. Get up on the platforms. And so she tweets out. Uh, we name this kid after our favorite, favorite. aircraft. The SR seventeen, to which he then tweets, tweets subtweets at her subtweets like she's like he's Pat Beverly, he subtweets to her. It's the SR seventy one, but, but yeah. yeah. To, to which we- then she subtweets him. Sorry, I was having a baby. I almost died having your baby. I didn't get the numbers right. To which we're well, like, you guys don't follow each other. This me? should be a DM conversation at most. Or turn to him if he should be in the room with you while you're with your baby right after it's born. It's just so bizarre, unreal. So he. I just it to ends. me love that like that's their favorite aircraft, which leads but, me to believe that there are other private jets that they've been on. And that- you know, I keep surprised. I mean, listen, it's not a private luxury bus. I don't know if they've ever been on Jim Ursay's private luxury bus, but. If I <laughs> die tonight. If I die tonight. And Jonathan Taylor disappears mysteriously. What does that mean, Jim Ursay? Why? Don't <laughs> if, say If those I things. die tonight and our bodies are never found. What is Jim Ursay saying? If you die tonight, I do know that if he dies tonight, he will be comfortably known. Is he Robert Durst? <laughs> and Jim Ursay will be very comfortably known. He will be comfortable if he numb. dies. He tonight. will, he will, he will. But the idea is that they walked on Grimes and, and Elon Musk walked on several private, private jets you know, I keep the private jet. <laughs> and said, <laughs> This is not my favorite. I mean, it's a decent private jet, but I wouldn't name my child after it. So if you want to exit us, hit us up. We are we got, X, on, Le'Veon Brothers. Bell Le'Veon Bell's on OnlyFans, okay. by the way. We'll get into that. We'll get later. into that. Oakland. A- he just wants to get intimate with his fans. That he's he says that 80 times. So Oakland A's fans, just just so that the Oakland A's, you know, if you didn't realize they're trying to screw you out the door. This is going to be they they they're trying to get you every which way. They they they're putting their foot on your neck Randy Moss style. That was my favorite thing from the Randy Moss 30 for 30. I just stomped on his neck twice. And then you you, you, you hang, on, hang on a second. You can't say I just I, I just – you didn't just you stop. Tell me. I I just stomped on his neck twice. Stomping on someone's neck is like the biggest thing anybody's ever done. You can't done in just stomp on someone's neck. I just stomped on his neck twice. All I, I just stomped on his neck twice. Uh, unbelievable takes, and Paul Pierce sat down. On your net. Paul, Paul Pierce. Pierce sat down with Lance Armstrong on Stars on, on Mars, Mars, which I don't even know what that show is. And he basically gives his explanation of why how he got fired from ESPN, and it is maybe one of the most honest. Open, I loved it, but I'm also like, bro, what are you doing? You can't do this, bro. Unless you don't want to work for ESPN. I mean, if you're like, look, I need to be terminated and I need to collect unemployment for X amount. That's I you- can't quit. If he's saying in his heart, I really can't quit this job, so I need someone to just end it for me. He, did. this is <laughs> he one way it. to do it. We'll talk about all of that. Uh, Jay, did you stay up? At did you watch the Women's World Cup game at? For all of you who stayed up. And I'm sure there are... T- First of all, if there's one thing we know, it's that the clones love soccer. Yes. And they love a good soccer <laughs> Let take. alone women's soccer. <laughs> Look, the women's national team... That's our best shot at a World Cup, so you better start liking it. Right? If you, you do like soccer. But for those who did stay up and watch it, it was... The disappointment. The disappointment The of, women's team is playing like the men's team. Lit- who are you? They literally a zero zero tie is the reason why people hate soccer right that, that you can't argue against that person everything oh, ends up in a zero zero tie to tell someone hey man i want you to get into soccer just watch the women's world stay cup up at and mi- i know you have work tomorrow <laughs> stay, stay up it's gonna start at midnight it's probably gonna midnight go to, on the on the on the pacific coast 3 a.m on the east coast so just set your alarm i know you have work tomorrow you are going to really be so excited when you watch Did I just this? call it the Pacific Coast? <laughs> Pacific Coast. Are we in South Cal? South Cal. South Cal? In the Pacific Coast? You know the Pacific Coast. No, it's Conner. It's Conner. Connor. C-O-N-N-O-R. You know all the coast? The so, coast? The Pacific Coast. You want my cake or what? <laughs> I don't. So, uh... Yeah, so we're like, hey, man, stay up late and watch this. You're going to watch a You're good gonna brand lo- of soccer. Look, I know you've been talking to me and telling me how much you don't like soccer. And how much you feel like the games don't get resolved and there's not a lot of offense. I'm zero, telling you, zero watch. Uh, and then the person is using, like, the Dutch game from earlier. The Dutch beat the v- Vietnam 7-0. You are going to love this game. It's so many goals. US v. Portugal. It's going to be so exciting. 0-0. Zero, zero. And the, then you're like, I stayed up and what, 0, zero. Thank God I didn't stay up. Thank God. It, and the Thank other, God I didn't take a, a tab of molly and stayed up. You know, it's like, do you don't want to do, it's just. The, the thing about this team, this, so far, this World Cup run, if you look at how they've played so far, there is no human way you can say they're going to win another World Cup. I look at this. They have to go through Sweden and probably uh, Japan. And Japan. Sweden in the round of 16, Japan in the quarters. That's just to get to a semifinals. This team, it has to play in a way that they have, have not, played, not played. Like they have to they have to show something completely different. Like I look at this team the way I look at my older daughter's room, the, the way she keeps her room. I, every time I walk up there and I'm like, wait, this hasn't been cleaned up? What's going on? How are we not? So is did, it didn't we tell, is Did we tell you, Did we tell you to clean it up? This is a coaching issue. This is a co. This is his first World Cup with his team and maybe his last. And probably his last. There is no cohesiveness Vlako. with this team. Vlako. There is no there's no midfield presence, there's no pressure, there's no offense. By Alex way, Morgan I, is coming back to play the ball back. She should only be going forward. I took a stroll through the middle of their defense last night with my I took I just walked my dogs. Other teams It was wide open. There is no reason you should tie Portugal 0-0. I'm sorry. Jim Ursay drove his luxury bus right through the middle of their defense. And he was comfortably dumb! (laughs) His private luxury bus. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, you you say something. That's what I say. Is there anybody in the center of the U.S. women's defense?
2: There isn't. Nothing. I mean, it was. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you have earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though. See terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. It was... It's terrible.
1: I mean, again, if you were excited about this U.S. women's team, they now have to go back to the drawing board and say everything we did in the group stage. First of all, congratulations for making the World Cup. That's great. Congratulations Congratulations for making it to the the knockout stage. We're we're acknowledging that, but you can't feel good about it. And Carly Lloyd said it. She said it. She's like, don't dance around. How dare you dance Carly, around after that? Carly Lloyd. Calling is, it like it is. She is a stone cold killer. She is. Carly Lloyd. She's is not like- going to put up with that. Don't take pictures with fans. Don't walk around like don't you. Earned, like you owned it. You don't. Da- like Carly Lloyd was treating these like she was the reverent Treating these players like she was the reverend in, in Footloose. No dancing. No dancing. There will be no dancing. Look, this is it. This is it. You can't celebrate. You can't celebrate this this victory. You, you can't say, you squeaked by. You backed into the next round. You did it. Don't go dancing. If they play like this against, you're going, I mean, there will be no party at the grain mill. You know what I mean? Chris Penn is re, R.I.P. Chris Penn. He's no longer there to give the team speech. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker looks exactly the same. Why the long face? It doesn't make any sense. I know. And just like that, we're in a difficult spot. We're in a tough, tough spot. This is not what I think anyone expected. Because truthfully, before this World Cup and the Women's World Cup, I was like, all right, great. We actually have a team that we can root for that can go deep into this tournament. Tournament. As U.S. fans, because like we talked to Justin Gimelstob yesterday, there's there's excitement around American tennis. But for the first time. For the first time, but these guys are top 10. they Like we... There's excitement around American tennis but like when we grew up the American player was Alcaraz. Yeah. The American player was that Medvedev. Not one person in this world is rooting for Medvedev. I'll say it again and again and again there is not one Medvedev. If there's a Medvedev fan there out there There are times when Medvedev show is yourself like what us. am I even Yeah. I want to know are there Medvedev like people if I had a Medvedev fan club. Medvedevians They could be Medvedevians. Medvedevils. Medvedevils would be it. Medvedevils is his fan club. But look, this is, and this is what I will say to the U.S. women's national team and all the people who support them. This is a good thing that people are disappointed in you. Agreed. This is what you want. This is what you want, okay? You want to be the best? You want to be Alabama? There are Alabama fans who are ready to jump off bridges right now because they can't get over on Georgia for the past couple of years. That's right. There are Ohio State fans who are saying, why can't we beat Michigan? They're upset, and they've had 20 years of success. That's right. Every they, you know, Nick Saban, unprecedented success in Alabama, and there are and Alabama fans to... who need to be talked off the ledge. That's right. And, and this is right what forward. you get when you are a champion, when you are the top of your sport. Ranked number one in the you, tournament. You know what you get for that? You get disappointment when you don't. Play up to your level. That's right. You get disappointment when you don't deliver when you're expected I to. I think that's what Carly Lloyd was saying. You you like, know what you get when you are good? You have expectations. And so, when you fall underneath that, then you have problems. So here's the thing. I mean, obviously, they're like, well, it's a wake-up call when they tied uh, the Nether- Netherlands. The Netherlands is a good team. Yeah, they hit the snoo button. They hit the snoo button. It's a wake-up call right there. So, But then, of course, they did nothing about it in the Portugal game, which was next. So uh, listen, Spain got beat by Japan for nothing in in and you're watching teams that are really good. Yes. I got a tweet from Andrew Bogish. From Andrew Bogish? The Andrew Bogan. Oh Andrew. we're gonna talk to him in the middle of the hour here. I love the unprovoked Medvedev takedowns from the squad Brothers. <laughs> Bogish uh, is everyone, getting up in our mentions. Uh, let me say this. I love that guy. I'm gonna even energy say, from Bogus. I'm gonna even say that I don't hate Medvedev. I'm just asking who, who? loves him. Who's out there saying I want to see Medvedev win it all? He's the Toyota Corolla of tennis players. Right. No one goes in and is like, "Give me that car." I need the Corolla. You're like, "Well, I probably, what I probably, can I, I, probably should, I probably should get a Corolla." I guess. I guess. I it's mean, a I car mean, you get for your kid that you don't trust. Right. Just he, he, wreck he, this thing. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's so cheap. <laughs> it, it look. Who knows? Maybe Lenny Dykstra's driving a Corolla. I don't want to get down on a Corolla. <laughs> His teeth. Those hey! are- I mean, I think he's in a Corolla and hear he, hears, he hears a you motorcycle hear go that? by yeah. and it's wish fulfillment. Uh, I want to I want take a break. I want to take a break now because I want to lay out with uh, John Jansen. He is going to open things up for us and talk about... Dude... Today, I believe. Am I right or tomorrow? Second. The Um, second is when when, uh, the camp camp starts. Yeah, starts. U.S. Cellular knows how important relationship with
2: technology is, and they have made it their mission to help them establish good digital habits early on. That's why they have partnered with Screen Sanity, a nonprofit dedicated to helping kids navigate the digital landscape. And for a smarter start to the school year, U.S. Cellular is also offering a free basic phone on new eligible lines providing an alternative to a smartphone for kids. Start smarter with U.S. Cellular. Visit uscellular.com slash built for us to find out more. Restrictions to apply. Visit uscellular.com for terms.
1: We're in the the schnitz
2: schnitz. We're in the schnitz Uh, Maybe
1: Jim Ursay has info about an upcoming non-human apocalypse Be very nervous if they're bumping Zombie Nation at Lucas Oil Hashtag hit it live Dude, he's phenomenal (laughs) Oh no Thank you, Mike Schnitzer. Uh, We are back, and uh, as promised, I want to get into this as quickly as possible because he's on the line right now. He's one of our favorites, doing a great job calling the University of Michigan uh, football games on the radio broadcast. The radio does a great podcast himself in the trenches, and uh, he knows his college football, knows college football, and played in the pros. John Jansen, our friend, how are you, buddy? National champ, John Jansen how are you
0: hey how you guys doing it's uh it's great to hear your voices and uh, I want to ask you guys when are you coming to town
1: which game are you coming to are you gonna come to all of them so my daughter uh, this is Randy my daughter Daisy's gonna be a freshman there this upcoming year and I'm gonna be dropping her off at school in August and then I'll well, Jay and I are doing comedy up in Ann Arbor on the eighth and ninth UNLV will be at that game so we'll see you there we'll see you at our show post yes. game post game Jansen's coming to our show we'll have a big plate of bacon for you if if, that's, if that'll do you right.
0: That would be very appropriate uh, and very welcome. So uh, I, I look forward to it. And uh, obviously the running Rebs, probably not going to be a huge challenge for the Wolverines, but uh, anytime we get a chance to go to the big house, have game day in the fall, it's going to be great. Excited to have your daughter on campus and excited uh, to have you guys back for a couple of games.
1: Of course, man. I'll be back for Purdue, too, for the family. Both two kind of later in the afternoon games. Well, listen, we're talking about games, but we're a day away from uh, fall camp starting. And just the excitement of this upcoming season. Obviously, there's a little bit of a speed bump with uh, Jim Harbaugh potentially uh, being suspended for a couple of games. thats you know we, it, I don't know if it's been finalized yet, what that's going to be, if it's four going down to two. We don't know. But uh, talk to us about the excitement and the buzz in Ann Arbor right now. They have most of their team returning, including a generational-style quarterback that they beat in Ohio State twice in the last two seasons. They made it to the college playoffs. Where is the head of Michigan football right now?
0: uh it's it, everybody's excited and you kind of nailed it with the experienced quarterback coming back you've got experience on both fronts and depth offensive and defensive lines that's really where the strength of this team is and to me that's uh, coming from an offensive lineman right i'm i'm going to tell you that the strength of this team is up front yeah. but when you've got 10 guys offensively on the offensive line that are going to – could be starters at just about any program in the country. Yeah. A number of draft picks on there. Same thing with the defensive front. But it's kind of a bold statement because we know what we have in the backfield. That's Blake Horm and Donovan Edwards. That's right. A couple of guys that are going to have some chatter about the Heisman Trophy. JJ's going to have some chatter about the Heisman Trophy. This is the most talented team, top to bottom, experienced, depth, Uh, And talent, as I mentioned, that Jim Harbaugh has had since he's been in Ann Arbor. Well, it feels like
1: he's going to need it, given the fact that this is going to be a great year for the Big Ten. A lot of tough teams. Penn State is strong. Ohio State is strong. Michigan State, you have to go play them there. So it feels like you need to come with Maryland. You want to talk about Maryland, Minnesota, Nebraska with Matt Rule. I mean, is this the healthiest the Big Ten has been in a while?
0: Well, it is, and I mean, right now, nobody, it's not that we don't respect the West, but they haven't earned that right because any time that they've come to the Big Ten championship game, whether it's been against Michigan, Ohio State, the Big Ten East has come out on top. The team that I think everybody should be looking at on the West is Brett Bielema and the fighting Illini. Best team is very talented, and Brett Bielema is trying to make this, the same thing and he's building it the same way up front that he did when he was in Wisconsin. It's yep. what he knows. It's what he was trying to do down in Arkansas. So I think that team is really the team to look at on the West, but you guys mm-hmm. kind of nailed it on the East. You've got Penn state who was Drew as their quarterback. They've mm-hmm. got a couple of young running backs, speed at receiver, one of the better offensive lines in the big 10. They're going to be tough and young linebackers young rush our edge rushers they're going to be very talented we know what ohio state has they're going to be talented every single year. marvin harrison jr is an absolute stud amazing and kind of the question mark is going to be what is mel tucker and the spartans going to have coming out of east lansing they got a rebound after last year Mm -hmm. and you know new quarterback lost their number one and two wide receivers so it'll be interesting to see what uh What's waiting for everyone in East Lansing?
1: And you know, you of You look at all of what these teams are, are, are bringing to the table this year, and then there's the prospect and the excitement of the next year when UCLA and USC join. And you say to yourself, "Wow, that is you're you're not just adding two bottom." feeders there you're adding a program in USC that is and UCLA for that matter you know don't forget Dante Moore who was a guy in Michigan's backyard who went to was drafted or not drafted but uh, recruited by Oregon Oregon. and committed to Oregon and is now at at UCLA those are going to be two tough teams that that come into the Big Ten what are you looking forward to when those guys join next year
0: well, I'm, I'm excited about two programs coming in with rich football traditions. I'm excited that the Rose Bowl, that stadium is going to be a part of the Big Ten. I mean, yep. just imagine, it's been a long time since the Big Ten has had their January 1st you know, uh, you know, appointment in the, in the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. If the Big Ten powers that be have enough foresight to see this, and you can have a rotating Big Ten championship game, you know, Indianapolis, Chicago, Ford Field in Detroit, and the Rose Bowl, I mean, that is, that's unbelievable. But for USC to be coming in, they've, they haven't struggled, but the Pac-12 has not been a part of the college football playoffs. That's right. Lincoln Riley going to USC, Caleb Williams going out there. You mentioned Dante Moore going to, to UCLA. UCLA. This is going to be a great addition to the Big Ten, and for, for those teams in the West, and also for those teams that are currently in the Big Ten, that recruiting footprint just got a hell of a lot bigger. So to be able to tap into the recruits that are in Texas, uh, Southern California, and obviously for USC and UCLA, they want to tap into a little bit more of what the Midwest has uh, it's going to be, I think, really good for all the Big Ten programs,
1: and they're going to have to play defense when they come into the Big Ten. Though, I mean, you saw when you when USC went up against Utah, a Utah team that stuck it to them. There was they had trouble with twice. that kind of defense twice. twice. So they're going to have to ramp it up on the other side of the ball too. We know they can play offense. We know Lincoln, Lincoln Riley can bring the heat on He's the offense. He's an offensive, offensive genius. Uh, but... I want to ask you, John, are, are what are you hearing? at all about the Harbaugh situation or is it still an unknown right now
0: it's still a relative unknown most people assume and I think rightfully so I have nothing to base it on other than talking to some of the parties involved that it's going to be a four game suspension and when you look at the games that it's not like it's going to be rocket science in terms of preparing to play East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers. Now you do dip a toe into the Big Ten, but that Rutgers game is at home. So if it's four games, and it sounds like it's basically going to be four 24-hour suspension so right. he's going to be able to be around the building all week long. He's going to watch film. He's going to be a part of the game plan, install all of that stuff. He just won't be able to coach on Saturday. So there and. and I know that what I just said in terms of winning those games, I don't think that's going to be a huge impact. Where the impact will be is you create a base of knowledge regarding your offense, your defense, your team, how they react to different situations throughout the course of those games. Now, there probably not going to be too many challenges. At least there better not be too many challenges. But you do get a chance to gauge hey, when we run certain plays, we have certain personnel groups, we're getting guys on and off the field, you learn more and more about your team every single game, and that's going to be a four-game gap for Jim Harbaugh that he's going to have to make up. Quickly, when when he returns to the sidelines, he
1: go to Nebraska that next. I week. say he puts on a mustache and sits in section. You, seven. Do you mean like Bobby Valentine yes. tried to do <laughs> in the Mets <laughs> in the Mets dugout? Remember when Bobby Valentine came back in the Mets dugout and he, <laughs> he had, had been, like a wig on? and yeah. hey, he was trying to go incognito. You never know. Or so something.
0: I got to ask you guys a question. Sure. I mean, I, I don't know the answer to this, and nobody's really been able to tell me, but we know that he can't be on the headset up in the booth. He can't be on the sidelines. Can he text? But who says he can't sit in the stands? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. To bring And his... enjoy as a, a beautiful fan. Saturday afternoon in Ann Arbor
1: and cheer on the Michigan Wolverines. Who says that he – why can't he go there and just shout, you guys should be doing this? I say that. <laughs> guys, run. I mean, he could be <laughs> shouting from the side. So, but, but it does present an interesting opportunity. And, you know, when you think about staffs, it's so hard – in this day and age of the transfer portal and and you've seen it kind of sort of in college football, really change the game. For good and bad, Michigan has lost a lot of great players, but they've actually worked the portal really well with guys like Ernest Hausman coming in and Drake Nugent and Ladarius Henderson and Miles Hinton. You've got great players coming in from the transfer portal. But as a coach, you have to like recruit your own team. And you have to keep your own own coaches. If you have great coaches, guess what? They're going to be gone. So this though presents an opportunity for guys like Sharon Moore who uh, won the Joe Moore you might as well call it the Sharon Moore award because he won the Joe Moore award for offensive line two years in a row he gets an opportunity potentially to uh to coach the team maybe for a game or two or Jesse Minter on defense you allow your staff or my to, heart. Act- to step up and actually do it it's an opportunity John Jansen
0: Well, it is, and there are a number of guys on this staff that will be future head coaches. You mentioned Sharon Moore, Jesse Minter, those guys. It's just a matter of time before they get their opportunity to coach and and run a program. Steve Klinkscale, co-defensive coordinator, he's a guy that is highly respected amongst every, every coaching circle that you are around. They know about Steve Klinkscale, and he's a great recruiter, a couple of local guys, obviously Ron Bellamy, Mike Hart, sure. future head coaches, Kirk Campbell, and, and I'm really excited about this year's offense. One, because Sharon Moore is going to be the one call plays, But I really think that the addition of Kirk Campbell as the quarterback coach, he was an analyst last year, he's going to have more of a say in the in the offense. When he was at ODU as the offensive coordinator, he was it ran an explosive offense and that's what Michigan needs to add to this it's JJ connecting with Roman Wilson, Cornelius Johnson, Marion Walker, some of those guys down the field that um that that he needs to be able to connect with and i think Kirk Campbell another future head coaching candidate is going to be a huge cog in that machine that's going to be the Michigan offense.
1: So we talked, that's a good points all the way around. And I love that you put Amarion Walker back on offense, even though he's been playing with the defense. I see what you did, John Jansen. You see, he can be a two-way player, but here's the question. You, know, you talk about teams coming in like a UCLA, USC. How badly do you want to see Notre Dame join the big 10?
0: Um, you know what? I don't really care if they do or not. Right. Those arrogant SOBs. Wow. Wow. Come on. Hang it. on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a minute. This is a national show. You, are, are you, you Bob part of it? They don't. I'm not going to extend an invitation. We're not going <laughs> to beg them to come to the Big Ten. Right. Hey, the invitation has been there. If they want to join us, great. Come to the party. Enjoy wow. the fruits of being a member of the Big Ten. If you don't, good luck. Have it on your own, and we'll see how well that works. Even with the, when the playoffs go to twelve teams, good luck. Yeah. I so
1: think, look, his answer right there, charged answer. That there's your answer right so there. So that so okay. So now this more than anything, your answer tells me that that even if Notre Dame does not join the Big Ten, Michigan and Notre Dame should be playing an early non-conference game every year. This rivalry is deep. To me, it's as deep and great as. It, it, I put it up there with the great rivalries that Michigan has I, it, and one of the great rivalries in all of football. And I just, let's make the, let's let's make college football like the UFC. Make the fights that people want to see week in
0: and week out. Am I right, John Jansen? A hundred percent. And whether I like them or not, I don't like Ohio State, but I love the fact that we play them right. every single year. Michigan State, it's the rivalries. Notre Dame, Notre Dame is one of the most historic and recognize programs that the world knows. And Michigan and Notre Dame should be playing. And I don't care if you want to make it an early matchup. If you want to save a non-conference game for the middle of the schedule, so be it. But those two programs should play each other. I'm glad USC is in the Big Ten because it brings another program, another you know, part of the Big Ten package that everybody wants to see, it's Michigan, USC, Ohio State, USC, and mm-hmm. Michigan and and Notre Dame. Whether a part of the Big Ten or not should be playing every single year. Should be a
1: regular game. Last question, uh, John. There was some talk about potentially – you know, Ryan Day brought it up about maybe moving the date of the Ohio State-Michigan game. So that you don't – so that they're not going to play each other perhaps two weekends in a row. If the – once, I guess, the top two teams would play each other once the divisions get eliminated. So the question is, do you care? Does it matter? How much of the tradition is that this thing happens Thanksgiving weekend year in and year out Michigan seemed to not care. They said, "Whenever you tell us to line it up, we will line it up." Having played in that game, knowing that game, having called that game now the last couple of years, what does it mean for you to, if they it, move it? If they move it,
0: well, I'm going to put on my old man, old school, traditional cap, and on. I love the fact that everything builds up to that game, and. Yeah, it's, there's a chance that Michigan and Ohio State could play. If it, if it would have been no divisions last year, Michigan and Ohio State would have made back-to-back games. They might have played again in the college football playoffs. True, yeah, true. I don't have a problem with that. Here's where the Big Ten needs to see this as an asset. We all know that the world goes round and round, and what turns it around? It's all of the dollars, and mm-hmm. if the next time – the Big Ten opens up their negotiations for the TV rights. You hold that game, and you hold it back and say, you know what, we're going to sell all of our inventory except that one, and we're going to put that one to the highest bidder. We're willing to put it in October, maybe even early November. We'll play it at night. It's going to stay on campus. None of this neutral site. We're going to keep it on campus, and we'll sell that to the highest bidder.
2: Mm-hmm. It has been
0: the number one rated college football game for years. Amazing. Yep. You can't tell me that that wouldn't bring an absolute premium for somebody to say, "I will pay you to put it at night, to put it in the middle of October and and let's rock and roll." It's going to happen at some point. I don't want to see it, but I accept the fact that hey, green dollars make this world go round. Green dollars.
1: Green do- that's the only time you'll it's the only time you'll ever hear uh, John, John Jansen, Jansen, Jansen go green, green. Uh, John go Jansen green. we love you buddy Thanks for joining us Thanks uh, for doing what you do man Good luck this season We'll see you up in Ann Arbor Yep Sounds good We'll see you soon Thanks for having me uh, Hey if you want to see us live uh, We got a show coming up on the 12th Yeah some chatter on uh, on X about uh, people coming some clones some clones coming from Southern Cal South Cal we're doing a show in South Cal South it's Cal? Uh, over at the HB Rec Room on August 12th uh, we're doing a show at the Comedy Store uh, our own show called Tag It on the 19th uh, we have a show tonight in, in, I think it's on the 16th excuse me the 16th that's right what is wrong with me uh-huh. 16th which is Wednesday August 16th uh, Wednesday night at the Belly Room in the Comedy Store Tag It and then we will be in Ann Arbor as we told Jansen on the 8th and 9th doing the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase okay, supersclush.com for all that Let's so Le'Veon Bell, speaking of Michigan, former Michigan State player, is on OnlyFans. He In is? case you were wondering, I was wondering where he is. I'm sure we don't have to tell you guys that. Yeah, you've been following his rapping career and his and his boxing, boxing career. career. So naturally, rapper stand, first, then a boxer, then an naturally it would stand a reason that he would end up on OnlyFans. Now look, we are not dumb. Either. We understand. We know that OnlyFans. Does other things. Yeah, of course they do. Certainly they're starting to pay comedians to do comedy sets. Didn't Whitney Cummings do a, she did a roast? Roast on OnlyFans. Roast fans. of Whitney Cummings. Yeah. I mean her name lends itself to the only other comedians. Are starting to do sets of comedy. We know that. We understand what OnlyFans is trying to expand and do. So Le'Veon is up on OnlyFans. He might be an early adapter. It sounds like he's gonna do a more clothed version of, of an OnlyFans okay. feed. Fine. but So that's what I thought until I heard his explanation of what he's doing. I want to and hear his And now it's explanation. calling everything. Okay. He decided he needs to get, and these are his words, more intimate with his fans. Now, hold on a second. Now you're playing into what OnlyFans started out as. He's, okay. Get more intimate with your fans. While being intimate with his fans has another route for the site. He's using OnlyFans as more of his own personal vlog. Okay. And streaming service for video closed. games. Primarily Super Smash Brothers. Hey, now. I, Sm- mean, I mean, Super Smash, Smash, Smash Brothers sounds not- like its own OnlyFans channel. And Super Smash Brothers? Come on, guys. His character is Mega Man. Also sounds like an OnlyFans <laughs> name. Agreed. Nothing All- you're saying, Le'Veon Bell, is leading us to believe that, it's not, that what you're doing on OnlyFans I is not going to be sexual in I can't nature. hear you from that hole you continue to dig yourself in. I-, I can't wait to watch you play video games, too, Le'Veon Bell. Where do we sign up for that? If my let me watch you like (laughs) someone made a great statement like little brothers been watching big brothers play video games since 1978. So everyone is your little brother now. There was a there was a thing on cheap seats where we just saw a guy for a like a minute and a half on a rodeo. He just was winding his lasso rope up and do and and putting that together. And We're like, oh, great. Next. Can we watch him organize his saddle? That's essentially what you're doing, watching so, Le'Veon, Bell, so Le'Veon Bell Someone told Le'Veon Bell, people want to see your behind the scenes in your life. That's people right. want to see what your life is like. They want to see you mindlessly Sometimes too games. much access is too much access. Remember when Red Man went on Cribs? Everyone remembers when Red Man was on Chris. Just a stack of a stack bills. of cash in a shoebox on the top of his refrigerator. Too much. We didn't need to see that. I don't all that. need to see Red Man's refrigerator. I don't want to see his house apartment. Let me ask you, Jay. How high was that stack of cash? Very high. Thank you. This is a decision that he might regret. I think. You think so? I decided to do OnlyFans as a platform for the simple fact to get more intimate with my fans. Okay, you said, you said that, that eighty times. You said that before. Who told you to say it? That's what I want to know. Who and why you do th- you keep saying it? Or was there only one quote that Bell gave to some reporter and they're like, we got to no, use this for He's intimate. He keeps saying it. We got to stretch it out. He wants to be intimate with his fans. There's times where people know I make music. People know I box, play football, so I use that platform Again, for fans. I love that it was music first, then box, then play football. Well, that's kind of what it is right now. He's still, by the way, he's still a free agent right now. Let me he say hasn't this: put, the, put that to You rest. know who's mad at Le'Veon Bell? You know who might Bell? need a running back? The Colts. But but you know who's mad at Le'Veon Bell right now? Is Jonathan Taylor. He's like, stop doing this. You're, you're the reason why people aren't respecting running backs right now. You're devaluing the Get off only fans. Get off. Like, work. I want to use work that platform on the football field. for times to get intimate with my fans. He keeps saying it. Just a quick question, and this is... And this is because I don't know. Does he want to use OnlyFans to get intimate with his fans? This feels like the time Wes Welker did that post-game presser where he against the Jets and he just kept saying, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Everybody's like, putting their best foot forward. can't just stick your toe in the water, you know. You got your foot up in the air. Uh, and just, want to go out there I and mean, okay, enough, forward. enough. Foot player. forward, toe in the air. Every single water. one of those it's directed like, at Rex Ryan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was right at Rex Ryan. Just, you know. okay. Bell? Or, and his wife Bell has three boxing matches under his belt Does he? Yes Under his belt? Yes, under his belt they, Look, he beat former running back Adrian Peterson Did, Peter, did he have Peterson's son in his corner? Uh, He's one and one in his professional bouts His music, though, dates back to his playing days Yeah I don't know, man He, just, he released a 16-song album on SoundCloud SoundCloud, guys It's very hard to release an album on SoundCloud. Oh, wait. Anyone can release an album on SoundCloud. 16 songs? Dude's got 16 tracks. I want to see... Four more tracks. He's focusing too much on his music. That's why you're not in the league, dude. I would get on a track and start doing wind sprints as opposed to putting more tracks out. He just wants to get intimate with his fans, man. That's all he wants. Hey... Uh, I can don't I, know. Can I ask? So if if Le'Veon does come to the Colts and the Colts are in the market for a running Look, back, their right? their backup just broke his arm. Their we, main guys out. Could, and we have out the, my... could we have the long-awaited Urse Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, Bell mashup? Oh, that would be sick. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any? Yeah. What? What? Huh? Uh-huh. I don't know how Le'Veon Bell raps. it, me either. Is it mumble rap? I don't know. He, re- he released a four-song project in 2018 before he put on another album the same day he signed with the Jets. And I'm sure the Jets were like, glad that this is the most important thing that you're doing. Yeah, glad that you're us. pushing out the album on the day that you signed with us. And he's boxing. Too much, man. You're doing too many things. Good night.